0: Checkpoints, the Video Game Book Club podcast. Today we're finishing up our discussion on Dead Cells. I'm your host Marcus and joining me today as always are the homies. First off we have Trevor.
1: What's going on?
0: And last but not least we have the homie Greg. What up? Uh, Unfortunately Dante couldn't make it to wrap up the discussion for Dead Cells uh, because he's out of town hanging out with family and everything so we the three of us are gonna handle knocking out this discussion and closing out the 2018 uh, calendar year so let's uh let's get back into this dead cells and um i guess greg wasn't on the last discussion so let's kind of bring him up to speed uh and i guess introduce his background with the game and genre so had you played dead cells before greg uh, no, I haven't. And uh, is this a genre, the the Metroidvania roguelike uh, genre? Is that a, something that you find yourself ever going to? Or is this something you don't play that often? Um,
2: I play a few roguelikes. So I guess the the most recent ones, uh, I played, what is it, uh, Enter the Gungeon? I think that's it. Okay, um, I played that. So one. I played that, and then before, um, I'm trying to remember the name of it but it came out i'm drawing a blank here it's like you kind of go into a castle and you play as a knight and it's a like a 2d game like i'm, I'm drawing a blank on the i name. know a
0: game yeah. you're talking about rogue legacy
2: yeah there we go yeah <laughs> so, I, I don't know why i couldn't figure out the name but yeah i played a uh, maybe like 10 or 15 hours of that game
0: Jeez, where, um, did you get far in it
2: uh a little bit but i never beat it like
0: i you know. i uh i played that game maybe three or four hours and i was trash at that game and i never beat the first <laughs> castle <laughs> like
2: uh but i had fun with it like the same with enter the gungeon i never could get super far in it but i, I kind of enjoyed the gameplay so i mean it's kind of i guess it's kind of the same like relationship i've had with dead cells like I'm not great at it, and I don't get super far every time I play and I definitely get frustrated a lot, but what? it's a pretty satisfying game.
0: Um, had you played any of the Metroid or Castlevania games?
2: Yeah, so I guess I had played Symphony of the Night whenever that got re-released on 360, mm-hmm. and uh, played the GBA Castlevania games, and same with uh, the the Metroid games, too.
0: Just the GBA ones? You never played those? Yeah. Like,
2: I'll probably play, like, maybe an hour of, like, Super Metroid whenever, like, somebody gave that to me, but that's about it.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so, um, you have experience in the genre, but it's not necessarily a genre that you go to a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so what did you, what do you think about Dead Cells? And I guess we can can open up with you. Um, What were your initial impressions with the game?
2: Um... So I kind of heard a little bit about it from uh the bombcast. Um so I kind of had an idea what to expect but um coming into it like my first impressions was I thought the game was really fun. Um uh, also just the art style of the game I think is um even I streamed a little bit of it and everybody just kind of commented on like how nice the game looks like. Um you know it's got a, a this kind of sprite based 2D td art that's like really well drawn and animated um but uh but yeah like i really enjoyed the game uh yeah there's definitely those times where you'll have those those bad runs where you just can't seem to get the right items or you know the right build that you want uh so that can be a little frustrating sometimes but it, it's not like the penalty for death is like super annoying like it's not it's it's pretty easy to get back to where you you know previously were, so it's not like a huge deal.
0: Um, I guess we can kind of maybe open this a, up a little bit because I believe Trevor one of his complaints the last time was he didn't like the when you die you just your run is over, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about it as I was playing and. Do you feel like you're making progress even when you're not doing well in this game? And that that's for both of you guys. You Trevor and Greg, do you, did you guys feel like you were at least learning something or was it beneficial at all to make progress and die or did you just feel like it was a wasted 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever amount of time?
2: Mm, I mean, I felt like I was making progress just for the fact that you do get to keep or not. Oh, you, you assuming you make it to the checkpoint area at least you can use yourselves there so at least you have that to look forward to to be like okay well um you know i'm I'm unlocking items as i'm doing this as well um but i do wish that it had kind of the dark souls thing to it as like oh well if you die you can go pick up yourselves but i guess it's a little difficult to do that in a game that's supposed to have kind of randomized levels i guess or or maybe they're not necessarily randomized but to me it feels like Maybe parts of it are, but there's definitely, like, uh, areas that keep popping up over and over. Um, I,
0: I think, um, I'm maybe trying to explain, they're randomly generated, but there are certain key things that always will
1: appear on the level.
2: Yeah. Right. Like, think,
1: isn't it? Since they're procedurally generated, they kind of follow the same path. Like when you get to like the the promenade area, like it has kind of the same layout, mm-hmm. yeah. But the landscape has changed,
0: yeah. Or the the, the obstacles or the, the the enemies that you're gonna fight, you may fight more this time. And then like even something like s- silly like the cells, like th- maybe this run you kill everybody and do everything and you get twelve cells, and maybe the next time you do and you get twenty. So that, that varies as well. And the, the type of enemies, whether it be just the, the, the normal enemies that you would fight on that level or like an elite version of an enemy, that always differs. Um, Did, did you get, I, I don't want to say better, but did that start, do you understand why the game does that, Trevor? <laughs> does that
1: help? <laughs> um, Like, from the games that I have played, that you know kind of have like a permadeath it it all seemed like they still increased your 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 gameplay on a sense of like um i guess you some some type of some form of upgrade like this game is is more skill based but other games that i've played have been more like tangible benefits of playing over and over again like if you keep banging your head against it, eventually, you know, it is just going to throw you a bone and, and be like, hey, you've, you know, at least you're gaining experience and your 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 character is increasing. So, like, when you start off in the game, um, your character is a little bit better from the jump rather than saying, okay, well, you might have a chance of, of getting better gear this time around.
2: And, and I might be misremembering, I'm not sure, but I want to say in Rogue Legacy your gold carries over from your deaths so you can always upgrade stuff even if you you know you have a bad run or whatever you can at least take that money and then spend it on upgrades
0: yeah yeah um if i remember correctly i don't remember if it's 100 percent of the money or whatever but that is a thing um the i guess maybe the 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 difference for what you're saying trevor is like to me, and this is because of the background, uh, maybe Greg, you could attest to this too, Dead Cells is more like a fighting game, and maybe some of the games that you've been playing, Trevor, uh, are maybe, at least the reward system, like, it's like more like a Call of Duty, where, like, Call of Duty is, like, definitely, if you do better in a match, you're going to get more experience that are going to help you unlock things, but just, like, being a body in the lobby, you're still going to get experience, whereas in this game... You're really only rewarded if you are taking in the data or the information of what's happening. So how the enemy attack patterns are and what the uh, uh, traits of the level or like what poison does to you or what like the the forgotten sepulcher or sepulcher or I don't know how to say it. But like that level that we touched on last episode, that level has a mechanic where, you know, if you're out of the light, you slowly start taking more you know taking damage and the more longer you're out of the light the the more damage you take out and the faster it gets taken away from you and there's a very specific way you have to play that level that is completely different than any of the other levels that you have to play and uh even like some of the enemies they have very specific attack patterns or um uh attacks, really, that that you have to avoid in different ways, so there's different items or weapons that are way more effective against some enemies than other enemies, and to me it seemed more like a fighting game where it was just like, the very first time, or even a couple of times you get to a new level, you were just I know for me, I was always on the edge of my seat and trying to like take in as much information as I can while trying to play my play style. And if I died, then I'm like, dang, how did I die? What are the enemies uh, that I had trouble with? What did they do? Um, How was the level set up and what can I do to the next time I get to this level? What should I make sure that I try to spec to in order to more effectively or efficiently fight that enemy or deal with that level? And, and see, that's
1: where I had the most mm-hmm. problems, like, when you first encounter a new enemy. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, you may not know their attack pattern, and you're just trying to learn it for the first time. Yeah. If you were to encounter it, like, there were instances where I came into some enemy encounters, and there might be a new enemy, like, within a group of familiar enemies. And I would end up dying but I wouldn't have enough time to, to take that in and learn the new enemy's attack pattern to figure out, okay, how did I get into this situation? Because, um, I mean, there were tons of instances where um, there would be one of those totems that would basically give all the enemies around it a shield. Yeah. And I'm sitting there trying to find the totem, but at the same time, I've got all these other enemies attacking me.
0: At, you basically are pulling the, or kiting them. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it, and it's situations like that where it's just like, okay, I'm not learning anything because right now the odds are stacked against me mm-hmm. and I'm going to get overwhelmed and end up dying. But there's no way for me to kind of learn from this because, you know, I have to play, you know, 20 minutes or so to get back to this point in the game.
0: Yeah. And so I, I don't, do you know roughly about how much, You put in, uh, total time-wise, after we, before, uh, ah. prior to, um, recording the first episode, do you remember how much time you put in, and do you remember how much time you put in after, between then and
1: now? I probably put in about five hours, um, before our first recording. Yeah. And then maybe about four hours, um, before this recording. Okay. And And that's not including the time that, um, that you played. (laughs) <laughs> and i watched you do you know um about roughly how
0: far you got into the game like, um, i got the to furthest? the
1: the first boss twice
0: okay so that's as far as you got you never beat the first boss no okay and greg do you happen to know
1: so i
2: believe i got to the second boss i know i beat the first boss a few times okay um I'm trying to remember the the last level that I got to. I did get to the the Sepulcher or whatever. I got to that stage. And and I remember getting to something that looked vaguely kind of like a pirate ship area looking thing. That's,
0: um... Yeah, uh... Shoot, what's the level called? Uh... I know what level you're talking about. It's right after the first boss. It is, um... Dang, it's going to drive me crazy that I don't know that name, that level off the top of my head. Because that was still stilt, stilt Mirror or something like that. Um, the uh, Stilt Stilt Village, Stilt Village, or stilt I don't know how to say that. But uh, <laughs> so you said, but you did get to the second boss once, the Clock Room. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, and do you know about how much time you probably put in overall in the game?
2: Probably like six or seven hours. Okay.
0: So that's pretty good. If uh, I do six up myself, I think I put in, I don't know what that person's doing. Uh, I put in like 20 hours before our first episode and I could pretty consistently at that point beat the first boss. Um, I honestly don't remember how long it took me to, be able to uh, get to the first boss the first time. But I could get pretty consistently beat him uh, at 20 hours, no matter what gear I had. I didn't have to, like, he was a breeze. And then I probably, between the last episode and this episode, I probably did another 20 or 25 hours in this game. Um, and I, just yesterday, I beat the game once So I beat it for the first time yesterday. I've only beaten it once. I haven't played it since I beat it. But, um, the, uh... Still
1: trying to get rid of the shakes. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) getting the nerves going. Man, I was hyped.
0: But, um, (laughs) yeah, the, um, the second boss was pretty rough for me. And, um, the, the last boss, I beat him on my first try, which was very surprising, um, but there, there is definitely a learning curve with this game, and I don't know if either of you guys intend to continue to play the game after we're done playing it or talking about it or whatever, but I do think that you will get a better appreciation for the game if you stick with it and, like, kind of learn some of the nuances of the game and, like, how things interact. Um, I forgot what you... What did you say your particular issue was, Trevor? Uh, which part? Just, uh, with, you said, uh, you got to the first boss once, or a couple times, um, yeah. and you were saying that, uh...
1: Okay, so the first time I got to the first boss, um, I thought I was doing pretty good gear-wise. Mm-hmm. I think as far as, like, my, um, what do you call, like, bombs and traps and stuff? The grenades? Or the, tac- or the tactics? Yeah. The tactics. Yeah, um, those, I had some, I had two really good, um like the turrets sure sure and um and then i had um this is where i messed up i had a broadsword and that um um the uh what's it called the weapon you were telling me the crossbow weapon w- okay i had both of those and those two weapons are slow as hell yeah they were they were putting in work up until the final boss or not mm-hmm. the final boss but the first boss um but then i guess because i was trying to get in some attacks with those two weapons i just wasn't quick enough before i got hit like i would either have to just you know get one hit in and then move around um but i started getting impatient and ended up taking too much damage
0: yeah so one of the things that i noticed and i do like about this game is that you can... I feel like you can take anything you start off with and you can get pretty far in the game with it. Granted, you're potentially upgrading it and everything um, and, and optimizing it as best as you can. But I do like the fact that the things that you are effective with on the levels. Like I feel like that doesn't necessarily translate over to the boss. So the bosses do feel like they are like a. You have to change your play style in order to progress, and I do like that. Um, it, it makes it feel more like a, a video game, you know, like a more traditional video game instead of like a a, a run based video game. I, I don't know if you guys or if you felt that way, Greg.
2: I was going to say about the first boss in particular, like the only objection I have to that is I feel like if you get to the first boss and you have, uh, the traps or the, I forget what it's called, but they're like bear traps basically. Yeah. The wolf. traps. Yeah. If you, if you get that and then you get like a, like a bomb or anything like that, like it's pretty easy to, I mean, that was the only way that I could consistently beat the first bosses. If I had like those two things, it was pretty, pretty much guaranteed. I was going to beat them.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, typically for the first boss, like, I either had a ridiculous, like, the few times I had just a ridiculous amount of DPS and, like, not something slow hitting like Trevor, or mm-hmm. if if I did run a broadsword and a double, or the the crossbow or whatever type of slow crossbow, I tried to pair it up with either something that could freeze them, so like an ice grenade or Frost Blast, or um, something that would basically keep them in place, either a Stun Grenade, the Root Grenade, or um, even uh, the the Wolf Traps, like you were saying. So, like, after playing this game more, I had an idea of, like, okay, I need to make sure I have one of these things, one of these boxes checked before I go to that first boss, because that will just, as long as I have one of these things checked, I will be able to, like, Basically handle him with no effort or I- issue, and not to say that that's the only way that I've beaten him, or that's the only way you can beat him. But I just had a mental log in my in my game or my head where it was basically like, okay, the first three levels or first two levels are a breeze. Get to this boss. I just need to make sure in this, it's like a grocery store. I'm going around the grocery store. It's like, okay, uh, by the time I get to here, I need to have one of these things is how I yeah. always play the game. And then even had that at a certain point once I got to the second boss so I was like, okay, I need to make sure that my damage is at one K or something. I need to have at least one item that is two pluses at this point to, to be able to stand a chance or whatever. And even then like um it it just it depended on like what my other gear was. Because sometimes you get a, a a set of items that are like they just really, really go well together. So yeah. it's, sometimes it's the look of the run, but I feel like I got to the point because I had played so much that like I could kind of like, I had a little bit more wiggle room than if I would have had, had I not spent all that time playing.
1: And I guess that's where one of my issues was because maybe I just didn't play it enough, but it seemed like some of my best runs, um, I would finally get used to a certain weapon and mm-hmm. I would never see that weapon again.
0: Yep. That that was a it, it's kinda um, it's kinda shitty to say that yeah, you should just play born, you would have done better, but I do think that is a thing, and even more so that second part where you said where it was like, Oh, well this item that I found or I got is really good and then you never it never pops up again and I don't really know I feel like the game has like a a, something in its code to be like if I started off with a very specific weapon that I up uh, unlocked and I like I got it in the beginning of the game, I feel like as long as I held it long enough, I would find a better version of that weapon. And so, that like, there was this one weapon I had that I unlocked that, um, when you were when your life was under 50%, it uh critical hit uh, was increased the chance the percentage of it being a critical hit was like raised to like fifty percent so like if you were under or no actually I think it was a hundred percent so it was like it does normal damage if you're full health and once you get down to f- under fifty percent health then it does critical hit damage a hundred percent of the time and that weapon was pretty good on bosses when I'm getting hit or whatever and I never found it ever ever and then one time the game started i picked it up in the very first room and then i rocked with that weapon the entire game and then like i think it was like the fourth or fifth level i found a upgraded version of that but that was the only time i'd ever seen that weapon even in the runs i had since then the only time i ever seen that weapon And I think you just... The same thing, like, uh, ice bows. I'm pretty sure those are items that are unlocked from the very get-go of the game. But I don't think you can ever start the game with an ice bow. You have to always find it. And so, like, I found one pretty early in my run that I ended up beating the game with. And I found, through on in that specific run, I found later two upgraded versions of that that I ended up picking up. And it's like, I think you're more likely to pick up upgraded versions of the exact items you have than not. And so if it's, like, the extremely rare stuff, then it seems like you're more likely to find it if you're holding it already, which is kind of weird and silly, but whatever. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Criticisms or critiques of the game or
1: things you want to bring up? This this might be another thing where I just need to play more, but when it comes to these types of games, I'm used to seeing a lot more variety of, um, I guess, weapons in general. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this one, it seems like there's just the same type of weapons, but different perks. I th- I
2: think that a lot of the other weapons that you get, you have to unlock so i mean i could i may be wrong about that because i didn't unlock a whole lot of stuff but i think that's kind of the thing is like you you have to unlock them with the cells and then you'll start getting those at the beginning of the run right
0: or am i wrong about that yes and no like we kind of talked touched on it the last episode and it's basically like you're gonna start off i think the game starts off with maybe like seven items total unlocked or something like that so you have like one or two grenades, uh, like three traps, two or three melee weapons, a single shield, two different bows, and whatever. So there's like a maybe a dozen items total that you have at your disposal in the beginning that you'll find. And then of those 12, only a select few will be starter items. And basically you're using your cells that you collect to basically unlock new items when you find those blueprints you use the cells to unlock new items and that is what makes the playing the quote-unquote play experience more uh, you you have more tools at your disposal so you're 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 right Trevor and I, I it's like a good and a bad thing because I feel like the more you play the game in theory the more you will unlock but um, if you're bumping your head up against the wall and not really feeling the game, then you won't get to unlock anything, and you'll just, like, oh, this game is kind of whack or whatever. So that was something I, uh, I ended up this, uh, I guess Christmas break, I was in, in Alabama, and I ended up going over to Trevor's house and, and playing some, and the, his game compared to mine, what we had unlocked was night and day. And, like, part of that, a lot of that was because, I mean, I had t- 30 hours into my game where he was, like, on hour five or six or something. So, like, of course we're going to have a lot of things different. But me going back and playing at this five-hour mark, which I don't really feel like he really – he was on track of where I was at at the five or six-hour mark. So it wasn't like he was not playing – optimally or he wasn't unlocking things it's just that you just have so fewer things to unlock at the lower level so i was like dang i don't remember i i can't i can't imagine myself having to deal with this now at the part that i'm at so like me playing on trevor's save file was like oh i'm struggling a little bit because i'm used to having an additional heal or I'm used to having this weapon or I'm used to having this ability or something like that. And so like, it was weird to go back to like, here's a save file. That's 20 hours less. Uh, I, I don't want to say experience, but 20 hours, fewer playtime than you have. And here's what you would have, you know, what yours would have looked like. And I'm like, dang, like how, how would I ever go back to this? And so I was trying yeah. to, unlock stuff for you to help you out <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i guess that's where like the metroidvania part of it comes into play is because like in a in a typical metroidvania type game you know you would unlock stuff that would let you progress further in the game um you know uh, in the same playthrough whereas with this game you unlock items that allow you to, to play better or get past enemies more easily as well as a couple of um other um, skills like um, where you can create the, the vine to climb up stuff, or you can um, use the little totems to teleport. Um, So yeah, yeah, I guess it's more of a metroidvania in that aspect, Mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of like the benefit of, or one of the, one of the things you earn from, from replaying the game over and over. But as far as like the actual weapons, um, where I am right now it's it's like you're still starting over from square one and another thing um, about that is I was actually I probably watched about two or three hours of streams of this game and a few speed runs on YouTube and like you said because these guys have put in probably hundreds of hours into this game and have unlocked the majority of everything it seemed like when they started off you know, they were easily leagues ahead of where I was when I started.
0: Yeah, and, and just no, like, even something simple, like, we're, we're even overlooking, like, having 10 hours experience, you'll have 10 hours of playing those first two or three levels more than you would have, you know, at two hours or six hours or whatever. Just, like, you, you're, you know, five hours in, you've played the first two levels, five, you know, five hours worth of however long it's taken you. But even just being 10 hours experience in, having that additional five hours, it will seem so much more trivial with the more experience that you'll have. You'll know the attack patterns, like, like I, I, I got to a point um, where I can run through the first two, three levels without getting touched which I could not say that when I was at the part that you're at now, uh, you know, the amount of game time you put in. But it just comes with the reps that you you, you have to get. And, like, one of the crappy things that... I understand why it's like this, but it kind of makes it, like, maybe seem a little bit less fun or maybe you're not seeing why I like this game as much as I do, is, like, the weapons you start off with are pretty basic. You know, like, they're... The bow is, like... Even something simple, like the bows that you... You start off with a a super simple, just single-shot bow and a single-shot ice bow. Those are the two bows you have in the beginning of the game. And then, like... I think when I was playing for you I unlocked the dual bow which shoots two arrows at the same time and then I unlocked the bow that shoots them in a spread like a shotgun and those are just vastly different bows than the two you start off with and then there's even more crazy stuff as you get on and even just the way the upgrade system works where yes even you know you're you're upgrading and putting points in the red the purple and the green but items are split there a lot of the weapons and items that I'm unlocking now are dual color instead of single color. So there's a lot more versatility in the weapons that you pick up. And a lot of the weapons have a lot of like unique status effect things like I was saying like that that sword that I had that did 50% or once you were under 50% 100% of it uh damage was critical rate. Like that's not something that you would find in the later level or in the earlier levels. A lot of the stuff you have is very basic and generic, which it's still suitable and still works, and you can still do a run with it. But it it, it just open the gameplay opens up so much more the more uh, play time, uh, the more hours you put into the game, and um, even I I got to the point now I haven't unlocked any of them, but I have two. Uh, Abilities or things that I can unlock now with cells that aren't even weapons, but they go in the weapon slot, but they're basically like traits or abilities. So I have one that I think is called a glide or f- hover or something like that. And then basically I can like fl- float down from high jumps or something like that. I, I never, I didn't unlock it because it doesn't sound like, I'm like, what is the appeal to this? But they're like powers that you can unlock. And then I found, um, on one of the levels. It was the only time I've seen this thing, but it was a legendary of this item that was basically, like, a single-use item, uh, the cooldown... Like, you could use it once per level, and it was something stupid. Like, you get back 30% of your life, it does a whole huge radius around you, where anything in that area was, um... immediately goes to bleeding, and they're... they, uh, leak life, uh over the course of 10 seconds and it instantly poisons them because this was the legendary version. So it had like three different, uh, statuses or whatever that it, uh, it it had on it. And I just picked it up. I never used it before. And I was like, this thing seems OP. And I just used it without anybody around me. And I was like, Holy crap. Like, this is awesome. And I never saw it again in the game. I haven't even unlocked the base level of it, but it just randomly popped up in one of my, in one of my runs. And I was like, wow, this thing seems super powerful. And I've never, like I said, I've never run into it again, a single-use item per level. And I, like I said, I haven't even found a blueprint for the most generic, basic versions of those. So there is still more things to discover in the game. And like now that I've beaten the, I guess you could say baseline or the, the normal version of the game, it told me I unlocked the quote-unquote hard mode, and I can imagine that similar to, like, freaking Borderlands, uh, where like, by the time I was at the end of the game, My items were uh, the the, the level 5 version of them, and they could have 2 pluses on them to upgrade them further. I'm assuming on expert or normal, or excuse me, expert or hard mode, you'll probably get like level 6, level 7, level 8 versions of it, and maybe like 3 or 4 pluses or something like that. Even thinking like Mass Effect, the, the first Mass Effect, how you could have like up to level 10 of an item. And I'm thinking, like, wow, this this game gets even crazier. So, like, the damage I was outputting by the time I got to the boss and the normal mode was about 3K. And I can easily see this game ratcheting it up and maybe being, like, 7. You need to be able to do 8 to 9K in order to beat the final boss. So, see, it, when it you seems were talking crazy.
1: About, when you were talking about that weapon, I was going to make that same Borderlands comparison. Yeah, dude, it's, and, it's it's exactly like that. And I mean, I, w- I would love to see that type of thing throughout this game where it's just like, you just do some ridiculous stuff um, throughout the game where like, I don't know, everything catches on fire Yeah, on the screen. <laughs> like, just random stuff like that. It would be nice if stuff like that popped up, you know, at the beginning of the game. Yeah, um, something to like,
0: of, tell you, oh, it's gonna get, this game's gonna get crazier. Yeah, Definitely because there's definitely Oh, what's up? We got a Definitely. We got a new person in here. What's up, Dante? What's good? <sighs> um, let's see. What were we 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 were talking about the items and like um Tr- Trevor is playing with the base level items and he's an... I, I I don't want to say he's not having fun, but he was like wishing I mean... there was more
1: to the game. Don't get me wrong, I definitely appreciate the fact that this game kind of instills a sense of accomplishment um in being able to to find new weapons and and like you're saying the when you do come across that one random weapon um that just it could change like, a run yeah you,
0: you when you run into an item that basically like it changes your run. It, it Sometimes it is, like, the best feeling. It, like, I, I cannot describe it, where it's, like, sometimes you're like, damn, like, my items are fine. Like, I can get by, but I don't... They don't really... There's nothing that really stands out. And you find an item, and you're like, okay, cool. I can reimagine my entire kit around this single item. And that completely changes the way this run was going. That is the the best feeling you can have in this game is for me. That was like the most exciting, like, because it's not something you could control. It's completely random. It's like, Oh crap. That, that weapon dropped from this bad guy. Like, you know, from that elite or from this boss, like that completely changes the run. It's such a, Oh man, it's such a nice, it's such a good feeling.
3: (laughs) I could definitely like appreciate that. I think I have a different mindset about it. Like, when I go into a run, aside from like the very initial weapon, I kind of let my previous weapons dictate if I pick up a better weapon or not. So if I get something that's objectively better than what I have, but it doesn't fit the playstyle I've gone into the run thinking I'm going to do, then I'm not going to pick it up.
0: I I do the same thing, but I think it's I'm a little bit more... Go with the flow in the first two or three levels. Anything up to the first boss. Uh, one thing I was telling them was that um, I pretty much... I had a checklist in my mind, a mental note, and I had to... Okay, in order to beat the first boss, I need to make sure I have one of these boxes checked. Either something that freezes him or something that stuns him or something that roots him in place. So I can roll around him and just keep him in one spot. Uh, and that was like, okay, that's how I'm going to beat this first boss. Not that I couldn't beat him any other way, but I, I after having enough reps on a certain level, I kind of told myself, okay, like, I need to make sure I have something that can do this on the first boss. I need to make sure I have something that can do this on the second boss. And that's kind of how I built my, did my runs. So I was a little bit more, I was less rigid on what my items were, as long as one of them had whatever effect I needed to have in order to, in my head, beat the boss that I was on.
3: See, I don't know what's different between, like, about us, if it's something between like the PS4 version and the PC version, or just fundamentally about how we play. But after I got past the bosses, at least boss 1 and 2, I never had to think about beating them again. Like it wasn't even a question about like getting after past the, the first boss. time you beat him? Yeah. Like I never lost to the second boss ever. And then the first boss, like after I got past him initially, he just he was a non-issue.
0: I lost to the first boss twice and I lost to the second boss about like maybe 6 7 times. And I still would say I don't feel confident that I can beat the second boss every time I play him. Uh, mostly, I think the second boss—at least—I for... think
3: it's a playstyle thing. So, yeah. One thing I was kind of withholding last time was my big strategy was having double. Um, I don't know how you pronounce them. It's either sinu or sinu uh oh, the it, little bleeding... Like, I had trash. one of those in, like, one turret thing that pretty much does the same thing, but it's a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. And pretty much any projectile he threw on the ground, those would counteract. They would shoot so, it and make it disappear or something? Yeah. It literally just negates whatever he's throwing at you, and it does damage to him.
0: Oh, uh, see, I didn't I didn't know that was the thing. The, the, the parts that I always had, the, the, the parts for the second boss that I always had the issue with was fighting him while having to dodge the things that were falling from the sky. That's the part that I always died at. And then, like, the other thing was I always had a plus or double plus weapon on the second boss, but I think a lot of times I had that that that
3: uh damage plus 100 yeah man. which i didn't
0: realize that that meant you're taking double damage so like a lot of times i would be taking like Ooh, way boy, more that's like damage. the one thing i
3: always avoid yeah
0: so like i said it wasn't until i actually looked up what that actually meant where i was like oh well, this explains why i was struggling against the boss because and then also to um my run that i ended up winning with uh, I didn't know this but the ice well shields do as well but the ice items give you damage reduction so you're um... like
3: statistical damage reduction or are you talking about like I think it's on some of them that have it because the run I had I had damage reduction 55 overall between the necklace and two of my items yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. super and... key
0: and that, that's what I had on my last run, too, was a, a whole bunch of damage reduction. And I don't think I... You, I don't have that damage reduction that high if I'm not running ice weapons on that second boss. So that probably played a part as well. And I and I, re- I heard that you can only have up to a certain... Only, like, up to 75% damage reduction as well. Yep. Um, I don't know. Like, I—I I, we were kind of relating this game kind of to Borderlands... Like, early on in Borderlands, you kind of have kind of basic weapons. They maybe every now and then you find a weapon that has a cool, like, trait to it. But mm-hmm. then later See, on in the game, they just have insane things.
3: I think this game does a better job than Borderlands because Borderlands, I just... It's kind of like the same Diablo type of game where you just run into, like, a thousand different things and you don't really think about it too much. It's just like oh, well, this is better, but you don't really spec yourself out in Borderlands. It's not like, hey, well, this has frost, so I need to get this frost accessory. And it's not like every single thing I walk over.
1: Well, just along the lines of finding things that are just, like, outrageous. Like, yeah. kind of, I guess, kind I, I of make kind you of want that. to keep playing because you found something that's really good on your last run. And it just seems like it just... For, for the point that I'm at in the game right now, those things just come across very rarely. Hmm.
3: Greg, how far did you get out of curiosity?
1: Um,
2: So, I think I got up to the second boss, I want to say. Um, but, I couldn't beat him, but I was consistently getting to the first boss. Maybe every few runs, I wouldn't get there, or he might kill me, but for the most part, I was always getting to the first boss and maybe a stage after that.
0: Cool. I think we had determined, I think it was, uh, Greg, I think he played like eight or nine hours. I think he said eight, and I think Trevor was uh, I think it was six or no, nine overall, I think, as well.
3: Yeah, about nine hours, yeah. Do you know how much you played, Dante? Yeah, I put I'd like to say 15 hours into the game total. Okay,
0: And you, yeah, I, I definitely put in the most time with this game. I'm probably 40, 45 hours into this game. And like I said, I just beat the game yesterday for the first time.
3: Yeah, it's very variable as far as, like, how much time it's going to take an individual. And I will say, play.
0: like, like, I was telling them, like, or Trevor specifically, like, the difference between a five like even the difference between where you're at at five hours versus where you're at at 10 hours like those first levels just become more and more trivial and it got oh. to the point where i was like the way to challenge myself was to try to speed through the level to get to the, the the time doors on the next levels
3: like once you get certain abilities it's almost impossible to i don't say impossible but it's very difficult to die in the first you know Before the first boss, for real. Yeah, Just because you'll have three potions and... Yeah, that that was the thing when
0: I was playing on Trevor's, is, um... So, Trevor... I I played maybe about an hour and a half or so at Trevor's place, on his save file, and he didn't really have many items unlocked, and... Ooh.
3: That's like a first... Yeah,
0: well, I mean, you don't know. And, like, for me, the very first thing I unlocked was the recycling... And then the next thing I unlocked was being able to take your gold over to your next run. So
3: Well, I when I said like those are the first things I meant like that top stack of things. Oh yeah, yeah. That affect every single run versus Well, I was the even items. talking about
0: Trevor didn't really have any any item like actual physical items that you carry unlocked. Not not many, so he was starting off with the base items. He didn't even have the random, you know, bow and random shield
1: things unlocked. So I was getting maybe like Ten cells per round. Exactly,
0: exactly. And so I, um, I unlocked a couple things for him, but like it was crazy to play. Like I was struggling on Trevor's place play, play uh, on his save file because I didn't have items that I was used to, and I didn't have um as many potions, so my, my margin of error was smaller. So it was like, oh crap! Like I'm playing with with weights on kind of, and it was like <laughs> I was struggling a little bit, and I did die on the uh, sewers level maybe once or twice um, because I got like either overly confident and thinking like, oh, I can you know, dodge this, dodge this, and forgetting, oh, I only have one potion, or just some silly stuff like that because I had been so used to being like, oh, I have three potions, so it doesn't matter. I can just heal up, and then I play Trevor's game, and he only has one potion.
3: <laughs> Oh, no. That's that's like day one. Get that sure, solution. sure.
0: But, I mean, he just hadn't had enough time put <laughs> yeah. in and didn't have enough and cells Since he
3: didn't up. get that many cells, he's probably like, let me try to get a weapon. Exactly, exactly.
0: And so, and, and then, a thing that you didn't tell me until after we recorded the last show was that you could break the door and skip yep. spinning your cells at the first level. So, you could, like, basically just build up a bunch of cells and then just piecemeal or wholesale buy something uh
3: well to be fair i don't that literally doesn't have a use unless you're going to go to the for sure sure so i was like well he's not at the part where he he's in that late game thing where he needs to get the plus weapons and whatnot yeah but
0: that that was a game changer for me where it was just like being able to just drop 100 plus cells on a single thing and like actually see some tangible progress because it was like I didn't ever feel like I was making any progress in the forge, so I never wanted to spend money in it. And being able to quickly drop a hundred cells in the forge or maybe like drop thirty cells, buy an item, uh fifty cells towards something and still put twenty cells into the forge was like game changing for me. That's fair. So I, I ended up unlocking a whole bunch of things because of that little change. So that was very helpful for me. <sighs>
3: Yeah, I thought it was crazy when um you posted your I guess in-game results in the group chat and I saw that you lost, was it 950 something cells? Yeah, I've
0: lost so many cells because of That's like crazy. playing and just holding on to cells um and then I you know, I end up losing dying for some dumb stuff and then losing like, "Oh, there goes 75 cells," you know? <laughs> So that that happened, but it, it's all good because like I could twenty, thirty more minutes, I'd be right back at where I was at. Um, the, another thing too that we talked about, and I was, I, I said I couldn't do it, but I definitely did it this over this Christmas break. Was um, I was saying, ah, you know, you can, I can do like a run and then, or maybe a run or two and then call it. Like this is not one of those games that you just sit and play like six hours straight. Now nah, I did that. No. <laughs> i told you yeah man i this is i still think this is the time just happens to disappear the most perfect podcast game i i listened to so many hours of podcasts at Alyssa's house just like at her parents house while i was just playing this game so many hours it was great trying to think do we have anything is there anything else we need to talk about with this game
3: did anybody mess around with the daily challenges?
2: I did a couple times, but outside of that, not really.
3: I messed
0: with it, but I was not. Um, I, I had not been connected to the internet with my PS4, mm-hmm. so I was just playing like literally like the same one over and over, or not over and over, but it, I maybe played the same one like two or three times, and I was just like,
3: uh, huh. I'm good with this. They're actually a lot of fun. Um I've only done two or three, but just the um the concept of hey we made this custom thing and we have this specific thing. It was kinda like um the elusive targets in Hitman just in this one you get multiple tries. Pretty much you have until the end of the day to complete it, so it's just a little fun thing that's there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um the uh the coolest thing, I, I the, it was a cool way to see, like, oh, these are other potential things that I can unlock, like items that I haven't even found blueprints of, so I don't even know about their existence, and it's like, oh, like, I saw a whip that, I, I think I mentioned it last time, but there was a whip that pulled enemies closer to you, and every third attack was a critical, there was a whip that if you hit it at the very furthest range of the whip, it did critical damage. There was yep. a um, a boomerang that I, I saw that you could throw it and then it, it did critical damage on the way coming back. There was an item that um it was a spear and uh, or like a yeah I guess a spear and um if you it did critical damage if you interrupted an opponent's attack. So that was interesting and there was another spear that uh. If you hit two enemies in the same strike, it did critical damage or bonus damage or whatever. So there, there is some cool stuff. I was telling them, did you did you ever find any of those single-use items? No. Yeah, so I had this run. I was on the Slumbering Sanctuary, and I killed a random elite or something, and it dropped this legendary item, and it was uh, a single-use item. So you could only use it once per uh level and it was in the trap or grenade slot and it it was something stupid like you use it and then there is a radius around you that does um 30 anybody in that radius gets hit for bleeding and they take damage over like seven seconds it heals you 30 percent and then it causes uh, poison to anybody in that and it was a single use item so I had picked it up, and I and I killed everybody around me, and I didn't know it was a single-use item. I was like, this seems OP, and I used it because I wanted to see what the actual thing looked like, and then it was gone. And then I was like, oh, so I have to get to the next level in order to replenish this thing. And I haven't even bought, like I was telling them, I hadn't even bought the base level of this item. So I don't even know... Um, I don't know what the base level of this thing looks like. It's not something I ever unlocked. And I haven't seen that thing since. Dang. Yeah. So there's some silly stuff in this game that I'm like, haven't even seen yet.
3: So, did you talk any at all about the final boss and the subsequent stuff that happens? No, not at all. Not
0: at all. I haven't played since I've beaten it. I've been, you know, still giddy.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. So you didn't. Did you even, like, walk around after you? Yeah,
0: and I I went into the fountain. Did you do the thing? Oh, you just start the
3: game over. Well, when you beat the final boss, you get something called... I think it's called BC or whatever. That's what everybody abbreviates it to online. I guess it's Boss Cell. And pretty much it's equivalent to a new game plus... So, you get to this vat back in the very first room in the game, and you turn it from 0 to 1, and pretty much enemies from, like, mid to late game start showing up in the very first level. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it it gets a lot harder. Okay. So, you have plenty of stuff to still do. Weird. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely... And I think there's also new weapons.
0: I I believe that. I I definitely think that I'm going to continue to play this game, but...
3: And, you know all those doors you can knock on with the certain circles on them. Yeah. Depending on the amount of boss cells BC that you have, you can knock on those doors now, so they'll actually unlock. Okay.
0: Because yeah, after a while, I just stop. I just started skipping them.
3: Yep. What's behind the doors? I think they're challenge rooms or something. I, I remember looking online to like figure out what it was but I haven't actually played too much of it but pretty much every time you beat the final boss you get an extra boss cell or whatever up to seven I'd like to say
2: yeah I was kind of curious what those doors did that and then kind of coming across the empty cell I was wondering what those were as well
3: empty cell
2: like the prison cells or whatever
3: in the first area or in the yeah first area okay I think there's a dude at some point in one of those empty cells, but I could be wrong.
2: You just have to catch him in time basically.
3: I can't remember if it's like you need an item and then he starts showing up or um it might be a timing thing. But there's a lot of mysterious stuff in this game, which is one of the things I really like about it. Do
0: you um do you, do you intend to keep playing this game at all?
3: Yeah, I definitely do. I'm not sure if I'm going to play any soon or I'm going to wait until um, that really big update they're um, putting out pretty soon comes out. But I definitely do to can, do plan to continue to play. Okay. I,
0: I, I think I'm probably going to try to tamper my playing down a little bit and just play like maybe a run every now and then instead of like, you know, playing for three, four hours at a time. <laughs> just to stay fresh and because I, I still want to I, I like. I feel like I'm halfway through unlocking stuff just based off the amount of jars that I have filled so I kind
3: of want to unlock everything if I can that makes sense Greg, Trevor, do you guys plan on playing still?
2: I think I will just because it seemed like a pretty good stream game um, so oh,
3: have you messed around with any of the streaming options? Have well so that? that's
2: so that's the thing so I I was playing on PS4 and to my knowledge the PS4 version doesn't have it but I'm gonna buy it on PC just for that reason (laughs) Um, so, so yeah I plan on like starting to play through on that and doing that
3: that's pretty cool Trevor, Marcus have you guys heard of that stuff? what's that? so the game has Twitch integration which means like you start it in that mode and depending on what chat types into your Twitch stream things can happen.
1: I think I saw a streamer using some of it one time. I had, I had not Does watched that make anybody sense? play this game so I, I don't know what that means. Like where people who are watching um, can use items. to so like... And yeah like they, cause stuff to spawn. Yeah. And... I, okay.
2: Sometimes they have to heal you and mutation. sometimes they'll be a boss. There's a mutation one that, of the people I, in that
0: I have the ability to unlock but I didn't unlock it where it says like you take 80% less damage to traps, is that specifically for the stream stuff? Or is that even including, like, the spikes and the little rotating spike maces or whatever?
3: That sounds different than what we're talking about, I think. Like, what we're talking about is, say, so-and-so logs into your Twitch stream while you're streaming the game, Mm -hmm. he can type in, like, heal 10 or something. Well, I don't know exactly how it works, but... Say you typed in, like, heal 10, then you get healed by 10%.
0: That sounds OB. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I think they can do both ways. They can grief you or they could help you.
2: Yeah. I've I've seen, I've been in somebody's chat while they've played it, and I've seen where um, one of the people in chat have become the boss. Um, so that's pretty cool where they can kind of change up the attacks and all that.
0: Okay.
3: That's almost a direct throwback to... um I think it was Demon Souls that did it, where um there's one very specific boss in the game where, like, if you're connected online, it will literally summon another player to be the boss, quote-unquote. So that's cool that they, they did that.
0: Okay. That's not, it sounds cool. Like, I don't know. Like, there's... This game, I had so much fun with this game, I was just like, man, like, there's certain games where it's like, it makes me realize, I really, like, Sounds stupid, but I would really like to start streaming, because this game is really fun, and I really like this game, and I would have fun streaming this game. And, like, I felt that with <laughs> Into the Breach and FTL and this game, so I was just like, man, like, those three games, I would, I would have a blast streaming these games, and... I will probably have to watch some streams to see uh, what that means, since I will probably never stream.
3: <laughs> you should make it a twenty nineteen resolution. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. I, I
0: got yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be a thing. Well, are we good with the dead cells talk? Are we? Does anybody got anything? I else? feel so. I Feel like it. You got anything else, Trevor?
1: I don't think so. Did you say so. you're going to stick with it or are you going to play it like every now I, and then or I probably will play some more? Cuz I said that about um Cuphead and I played it for a little bit after I got to a, a point where I was stuck for a while, but I don't know what this one is. It seems like there there is a definitive end, but it also seems like you can become there's there's possibility to become infinitely better.
0: Yeah. So,
1: yeah. there's... I, I could see myself playing it some more.
3: Well... And after beating the game and knowing what lies <coughs> just ahead of me, it almost doesn't feel like I beat the game for real. That's kind of how I feel, sense. too.
0: Where it's like, you know, 40 hours in and I finally beat it the first time and it's like, Wow! Whew, like pat myself on the back and kind of take a little like break. Best moment of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you played into the breach yet, man? Ah. <laughs> uh, <well. laughs> um. But yeah, like I, I kind of just like okay, you know, pat myself on the back. There, there's more to come. There, this is only a taste. <laughs> it's like oh, I, I've gotten over one mountain and now there's another one looming ahead of me. So. Best way I can describe it. But, uh, okay, well, do you have a question for this game, Dante? <laughs> or, if not, it's fine. You can maybe think of one later. Don't uh, I need to put you on the spot.
3: I kind, I kind of thought of one. I don't know how it's going to go. If you could dead cellify one game, what would it be? Meaning? So when I say dead cellify, like, it becomes a rogue where you have to start most of it over and the weapon slash item rotation is kind of randomized is there any series that you'd like to see a rogue take on I guess
2: the first thing that comes to mind for me and I don't know if it's the best thing is Metal Gear
3: that'd be interesting
2: like you could do something maybe with the uh, uh, with the Metal Gear Solid 5 engine because that's kind of like the best mechanically playing um, Metal Gear so or maybe it would be even better going back to like the original because maybe that kind of fits to that style of gameplay a little bit better
3: i think it would be kind of cool if you just kind of started with the SOCOM or i guess the tranquilizer um gun and then everything you got from there was just randomized and you just had to deal with it yeah so the one that came to my mind was um one of the classic resident evils like a I'd say one through four. If you just had some type of, the zombies were in random spots. Um, I mean, horror games are kind of like that already. But if you randomize just all the aspects of it, I feel like it'd be that more, ter- that much more terrifying each time, just because you couldn't get a predictable pattern.
0: What ab- What about what is that horde or what is the horde mode or the mode in Resident Evil called? Mercenaries Mercenaries? What if you just did mercenaries and you started off with a different weapon at the beginning and like maybe the ammo that dropped was like instead like maybe you started off with a machine gun and it only dropped like pistol ammo or something, so you had to like use your knife more or something like that.
3: I think that'd work. Like I don't think it would have from what I've played a mercenaries, I remember it being a little bit more action oriented. Mm-hmm but um, i I could definitely see that working
0: i think for me just because this has been on my brain is probably and they kind of have it in the game so maybe it's cheating but transistor and maybe like i mean i guess technically those challenge rooms where you have to like make something work with some combination of items or whatever but maybe or maybe that is cheating because i guess that is in the game huh
3: I mean it I could understand like the main game of Transistor being like that. I think that'd be I'm, kinda cool.
2: Not to get off topic too much, but has anybody tried Hades yet, the the other uh to. other game that they did? I
3: need to do that.
2: I thought about trying it.
1: Yeah, but I still need to finish their last game though. I, I uh Man.
0: I want to, but I also I'm kind of against playing free to play games. Or not free to play, but uh I guess early access. early access games. That's not really my thing. So I will probably hold off. And I actually haven't gotten. I just bought Pyre. And, uh. That's
1: right, Pyre. I can not remember the name of it.
0: I, spoilers, that's probably going to be on the list. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to be on my next one. <laughs> but it probably will
1: be on the list. You, Trevor? So I would have to say, um. I don't know. The only thing I can think of is um, Monster Hunter World. Hmm. And I don't know how it worked for previous Monster Hunter games. I don't know how, because Monster Hunter World is the the only one that I've played. But, um... One thing that... I don't know. I I wish I would have done differently with Monster Hunter World when I was really into it was um, trying out more weapons. And so I think going into it with random weapons... um, like starting off with a random weapon and then being able to um i guess somehow level it up or or add perks to it like before you start like a hunt um and then being able to use it on specific monsters i don't know it's it seems like it would um it would create some interesting gameplay
0: See, I, it, this, this is the hard. This was a hard question for me because, like, even thinking about it, like, most of the games I play are run based games. Because I was even <laughs> thinking, like, well, FTL, nope, doesn't count. Into the breach, nope, doesn't count. Like Hotline Miami, I nope, mean, like doesn't count. Like everything that, like, most of the games that I really, really like to play are already run based and already kind of have a ability <laughs> to do that.
3: I think there's room for like a rogue Hotline Miami somewhere, like a pure rogue. Of course, that'd be the most frustrating game ever since you die in one hit. Yeah,
0: but, like, even then, like, some of this masks have you start off with a weapon or you can't pick, like, the only way to do it in that game would be, like, you start off with a random mask every time, which would be so disorienting. It's <laughs> like, up, oh, you die, <laughs> that'd be new bad. mask, and it's like, oh, this mask, you would, like, unless you knew the different abilities or whatever, like, they'd have to display like what that mass ability is from the jump. Cause that would be so hard to be like, Oh crap. Like I can't pick up weapons or, Oh, I can only, you know, doors are lethal or, Oh, like I'm the mass with the limited well, uh, range of vision or whatever.
3: To an extent, rogue legacy kind of does that where every person like you get has some type of trait, some of them are positive, some of them. But aren't. But I thought
0: that carries over, so you can kind of like continue on with a specific trait. Mm,
3: I think there might be an ability to make it carry over, but most of the time, well, I mean, because I thought you are always playing as offspring, so like there is maybe two... you are, but they have their own things. Like my previous one didn't have it, but then like I'd get somebody that was two D, which meant like when they went left and right, they would become like this flat thing, and one would be color blind and. Yeah, I think the traits are kind of random actually. Okay. But I don't think on the same token there is jarring as like hotline Miami mask.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. Alright, well we can wrap this episode up. Uh the only other thing did you guys want to like quickly touch on or just maybe we did we wanna talk about our, our list for twenty eighteen or We
1: can we can get it to some salt. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> so, if you guys, um, follow us on Facebook or and or Twitter, um, we decided as a kind of fun thing that each of us would kind of put a list up of our favorite games that we had played collectively, um, for Miss Checkpoints and kind of rank the games that we played all this year. So, starting way back in January, um... We basically ranked the 14, 15, 16, give or take. I guess we played 14 games collectively. And then we had the bonus podcast. So, like, I didn't play Firewatch, so I don't have Firewatch on my list. And Greg and Trevor didn't play uh, Mega Man, so they didn't have Mega Man 11 on their list. And we kind of just ranked one through whatever... The games that we played and just kind of to give you guys a taste of like our own personal taste in games that we're playing or that we enjoyed and uh i think we'll have uh some graphics going up probably at the time you're hearing this they should be posted up on twitter and we we, we posted the list on facebook so my i had been posting them every couple of days so my list will go up Probably by, my list is the last list and will go up by the time you heard this as well. So make sure if you guys want to see the full list, you can check them out at our Facebook or or at our Twitter. Um, I guess some of the the highlights. Uh, for some reason, I think that is an accident. But Dante and Greg have Ninja Gaiden Black as their favorite game that they played this year. I mean, it's it's obvious because it's
2: the best game.
3: Yeah, when I saw your list, I just assumed you were dyslexic, Marcus. <laughs> to be honest. Um,
0: what else? What are some other standout things? Let's look at Dante's first. So, uh, Dante likes brothers slightly more than Papoio. <laughs>
1: How you feel about that, Marcus? <laughs>
0: Surprise!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm used to Dante letting me down, so...
3: <laughs> you know, it was like a 50-50 toss-up, stuff, and I'm like, you know what, let me, let me incite Marcus I bet, to be
0: honest, it, I bet Dante really, in its heart of hearts, it has a 15A and 15B, but just for the sake of, like, just stick, stabbing me a little bit, he probably he did it as he did it. <laughs> You're not entirely wrong. <laughs> um, let's see, what else? Uh... Greg, this guy has transistor as number twelve, which is just like it hurts my. That's like the most disappointing thing. Like,
2: <laughs> and it's, see that's the thing, and it's not even a bad. Oh game. no, it's, it's not. Just, you know, it it just it you know it just didn't like hit home with me. I guess
0: I don't understand, man. Like, so like I always think to myself like the. If we, we were our spectrum, and I was like, I think of the four of us, I feel like you care about gameplay the most. Like, I think that is, yeah. like, you are mostly skewed towards fun gameplay, and then I think it's Dante after that. I think Dante is also heavily skewed gameplay, but I think he appreciates story slightly more than you. And then I feel like me and Trevor are maybe a little bit on the other side, where we're maybe a little bit more, like, story, like, we appreciate story more than you guys, gameplay is more, like, we like gameplay as well, but maybe not as much as you
3: guys do. I'm just gonna say, I was also equally disappointed by his positioning of Ace Attorney, where I can't see it right now for It's number, it's a number 11,
0: right before Transistor.
3: Yeah, see, that really (laughs) hurt me. Probably wrong because Greg's my homie, and I'm like, man, these other two—they're nonsense.
1: I, I just completely disregarded Greg's list after seeing Syndicate so high. <laughs> Look, it,
2: if I so looking back at it, if I had another, if I had another shot to redo it, I think I would definitely move Detroit a little bit lower,
0: like lower, uh, like uh... it's at eight right now. So, like, you mean like? To so like six, I think
2: I'd probably go as far as like maybe eleven. Oh, you mean something so like low- that? Oh,
0: I got you. Lower the opposite way. Yeah, yeah,
2: <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, Syndicate's in the right spot.
0: You know. Can I ask you something? <laughs>
2: sure.
0: So, like, I think me and you are the only two that liked Syndicate, but
3: mm-hmm. I wait. I like Syndicate. I just didn't like the multiplayer. Okay, then I'm the
0: opposite. I think.
1: Me and you were the
3: only ones that liked the multiplayer of Syndicate.
1: <laughs> Wait, I like the multiplayer Syndicate. That's the I can't I tell, like.
0: man. It's your second lowest game. <laughs> so, alright, well. So Dante was the only one that didn't like the multiplayer Syndicate. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. Okay. And then. I guess me and you, Trevor, we, I didn't like the single player. I mean, I, I like the world, but the, I just didn't like how it played. But that it multiplayer was, was super fun.
1: Yeah, the multiplayer was fun. What Were you about to say about the single but player? It, it, it wasn't enough to redeem the single player. I got you. See, for me it was. So, for me, it's
0: at
3: number 10. And
2: I think I was the only person that kind of liked the single player.
3: Bro, like, this game would have been higher on my list if they didn't have the multiplayer in it. <laughs> i enjoyed that game quite a bit
0: i think we all had read it up like lower as well which was kind of disappointing because i do feel like that is a game that of all the games we played this year that was like the one that was like most hurt by i guess the 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 most aged age (laughs) Is that a fair assessment, where it was like, oh, if we yeah, played yeah. this yeah. when it
3: came out, it would probably be we'd like it a lot more? Man, well, you could argue that for Brothers, maybe. I
1: don't know if that was more of age as it was replay. I think I this
3: yeah.
0: was going to be yeah, entirely replay for
1: me.
3: It's just like, it didn't I, hit as hard at all. I just mm-hmm. think enough games have come out between now and whenever Brothers came out to be like, oh, well, this isn't actually good. Or unique, Look, or interesting. Like
2: I, I don't think it's bad, but it's just kind of like uh, you know like what he was saying. Like you already went through that experience once, so like it, it's not as uh it's not nearly as affecting as it was the first time.
0: I really wish one of us had never played that game before we played it, because like all of us had played it before, and for brothers, I think unanimously, like we we boo boo that game besides Trevor. So like Dante and Greg. Had it at 15. He, he has the goal to put that as
3: number two on his Dante list. Dante and Trevor are. Excuse wait, me, Dante. It wasn't number two. It is number two on your. Oh, wait. No, it's number three on his list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. So.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. Wow. Really? So, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah, Dante and Trevor Just are. the
1: account the first time I played this game. And when we played it for the podcast, I'm pretty sure it was my third time playing it.
0: So you played
2: it
1: and he one still time. still put in three. <laughs> still... Every time he plays it, it goes back a further spot. <laughs> <laughs> Nerf.
0: I'm trying to think anything else. Uh, yeah, I think, like, so I was looking at it, and me, Dante, and Trevor have the same exact... We have the second favorite game is Transistor. Um, and then our fourth favorite game is... Phoenix Wright, and our fifth favorite game is Hotline Miami, and that's across all three of us. And so yeah, Greg didn't really like Phoenix Wright as much as us, and then Transistor either, which is, he's kind of whack for that, but at least he had Hotline Miami. He had it at number two, which I appreciate.
3: I will say all three Advanced Wars fans on the internet have come <laughs> out and spoken against us. Oh yeah, so our every single list we post, aside from... Well, I guess we haven't posted... Yeah, our our fan-voted
0: game uh, uh, was Advance Wars, and so far of the three lists we posted on Facebook, everybody's like, why is Advance Wars so low? And I hate to break it to them, but I think I like the game the most out of all of us, like, legitimately, not even with the list, and... I think Trevor had it as his least favorite game. uh, Yeah. Dante had it at number 13 for him Greg at number 9 and I had it at number 8 and they were complaining about Greg having that at number 9 so I don't know what they're going to say about me having it at number 8 <laughs> <laughs> I guess really the only other I can't believe you guys is Catherine man that's the third best game we played this
1: year it's it's pretty high you almost. gotta embrace nah. the
0: anime guys
3: I don't know what you guys are doing anime expert anime Marcus, Marcus expert.
1: Dawson <laughs> Number seven's still high. <laughs>
3: All systems, Catherine, over here. Exactly. Let me tell you about
0: Vincent and Chiefs.
2: <laughs> L- looking at Marcus's list, I'm still somewhat triggered that Brothers is higher than Evil Within and Ninja Gaiden Black. <laughs> Bro, What's wrong? His list What's wrong with trash. that? <laughs> I, I mean, th- that says a lot. As, as bad as Brothers is now, his
3: today. just seems spiteful. It- <laughs> Like I know Basically. Marcus is hard of hearts. He knows Ninja Gaiden's a better game than <laughs> okay, what he Yes, to yes.
0: My my okay. Dante is 100% correct. Ninja Gaiden is I don't even want to What is the opposite of objectively?
3: Factually? Whatever meme face thing you Factually? have Factually? Like, you, you know that really cringy, like 2D meme face thing with the really big grin. Yeah. That's you when you No, so you for
0: live. me it was this is my own personal list, so I'm not ranking these games as, like, these are the best games. For me, it's just, like, these are the games I had the most fun with. And, personally, I think Ninja Gaiden is a good game. I just, like I said, games 11, over, yeah, 11 through 15, I probably will never play those games ever again. And it's not because they're bad games. It's just because I have no interest in going back to those games. And... So if we're being honest, the highest I could put Ninja Gaiden is eleven. And to be honest, I would probably play Papa EO before I play Ninja Gaiden. Wow,
3: that's, that's <laughs> a statement. That's would incredible. you play Papa
2: Leo a second time over Ninja Gaiden? If
0: I like, if I had to choose between one of the two of them,
2: yeah, if you had to play one yeah, of those I'd games play Papa a second EO time.
0: Again. <sighs> Like, Dude, would you play
1: Brothers over? I, yeah, yeah, Avengers? I'd play Brothers again. I'd play I would like Hey Trevor High Five. Bro, this my I might have to play leave. through too. <laughs> I had to go somewhere. <laughs> but I am kind of upset as long as it took for us to play enslaved. Y'all had it. Well, I think Marcus had it ranked the highest. Hey A- it hurt my soul.
3: You remember who was trying to fight? It hurt my soul. Putting in slave? It hurt my soul. Every single time? <laughs> every single corner? I was the one person be like, nah, man, don't vote for this game. It hurt my soul,
0: Trevor, because I really, I really, like, I was like, I like this game so much. And I just can't put it in my top five because those games, I just, like, and I think it was because I had played in slave before. So I couldn't get myself to put it, like, in the top five. It's, it's,
1: it's six. You you got a solid top five, so I, I'll give it six. Yeah, three. yeah. Like,
0: yeah. I was so I was so happy that at least somebody liked that game. I was like, I see Greg put it at number ten. I'm like, dang, dude, you're the one that suggested it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> who but, who all had it on their list? Was it was it you and Greg at first? Yeah, me who and Greg. All, like, like,
3: Greg sacrificed himself for Mark's sake.
2: Yeah, I think it was because it kept it kept getting like.
3: He's like, man, and this everybody's Dante listening. guy's being unreasonable. Let me let me help Marcus out.
2: <laughs> so I was like, you know what? And I wouldn't mind going back playing the game. So it's like, all right, let's 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 go ahead and get it in.
0: I mean, the DLC was mad good, too, you know? So it that, that really was an excuse for me to just play the DLC again, so I
1: appreciate it. And I did finally finish the DLC once it got installed. Yeah, it was good,
3: too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I enjoyed it. Still on your hard drive good? i thought so
1: (laughs) (laughs) you like the you like the dlc too man what you talking about old technology
3: it it was actually okay and
0: the shout out or i shouldn't say shout outs but like i also appreciate that we we all the the bonus podcast uh you guys liked firewatch about equally it was up there for you guys like i didn't see it any lower than number seven and then even for me and Dante with Mega Man, it, it wasn't any lower than eight. So we, we actually picked like bonus, I guess worthy games as our bonus podcasts. So we should definitely, I'd like to do some more bonus podcasts next year. So we should definitely keep that up. Any any other closing thoughts with the, uh, anything? We got anything you need to say? Close out 2018? Miss checkpoints? crew.
3: I choose the best games. We have that on <laughs> record now. I got I got three out of the four. That's all I'm gonna say for number one.
0: Hey, you're
3: not. And I
0: mean, if you include Transistor being number two, then
3: yeah. Technically, I think Trevor put on Transistor. Oh, you're right. It he picked Brothers transistor and Transistor, and transistor and brothers. even though I was cheering. Yeah, for yeah. So, hey, like, so I guess I guess Transistor
0: uh, evens out against Brothers for Trevor, and then Hotline Miami evens out for Papa Yo. <laughs> you you could do bad with the good (laughs) Uh, actually Trevor I think most of his games are at the
3: lower end I mean it's okay though anybody that puts Ninja Guy in that low deserves (laughs) utter scorn as far as I'm concerned I thought you'll hate
1: Starbreeze (laughs) rest in
3: peace
0: Jesus. Dude, I didn't, yeah, we played three Starbreeze games this year, man. We brought it.
3: We brought that on them. <laughs> hey, hey, Trevor, how's how Starbreeze doing nowadays? Man, we we tried to help. <laughs> tried to tell load, you. something about embezzling funds and oh,
0: so good. Dude, let's 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 wrap this up so we can actually make it our shortest episode.
2: I'm cool with that. Okay.
0: Yep. Well. Uh, Greg, where can people find
2: us? Oh, us or me?
0: I'm sorry. I just skewed this all up. Do we got any emails? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: actually, let me check. I doubt it. But I do, too. for, uh, <laughs> posterity,
0: you know. Our, uh, no, no the, the, perfect. Meme, the, the perfect meme for our uh, missed checkpoints, uh, I, I guess you could say listeners, is the bird box. Uh, <laughs> just, just like emails, they're just blindfolded. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if people want to get a hold of you, great. Where can they find you at? Uh,
2: you guys can hit me up on Twitter at Boombox Hero. Uh, Facebook is the same, Boombox Hero, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash xdrdmagnegrox.
0: Where can people find you at, Trevor?
1: You can find me on Twitch and Mixer and Twitter at Lyric Unsung.
3: Where can people find you at, Dante? They might be able to find me on twitch.tv slash Cloud. I haven't streamed in a while. Um, might get back into it red Dead's a really long game but i'm almost done
0: okay and you guys can find me out at twitter and uh also just make sure to check our missed checkpoints twitter and uh facebook because like i said we're going to be posting all uh, these graphics up so you can see our list and i don't know look forward to those i guess moving forward uh we kind of started i mean i guess we started this thing in 2017 like around september so we didn't have a full year to do it the first year but this was this was kind of fun and uh maybe we can do some more stuff like this to kind of showcase our uh game taste i guess and um or distaste yeah, or distaste in dante's case um <laughs> i was talking about stuff. <laughs> Um, as far as, uh, we have two games left on our current roster of games, so, uh, we will be picking up with Doom 2016 for January, and that is Greg's game, and that will be the first game of 2019, and, uh, so just looking forward to that, and then for February, we will be doing my game, which is Psychonauts, uh, so those at least uh those two games we have in the in the queued up right now and we'll try to figure out i might want to switch up how we do the fan submitted games next year uh but be on the be on standby for that and i think we'll probably not probably the end of january so maybe a month from now we'll probably internally like figure out our next batch of games and get that posted in February so still got a a couple more episodes to to flesh that out and figure that out before we unveil that but I guess that that is it for 2018. Do you guys have anything else?
3: Happy New Year?
0: Yeah, Happy New (laughs) Year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Play Dead Cells. It's a great game. Some would even say it is the game of the year and some I would say that's me. That and into the reach tied the two best games of 2018.
3: Uh, it's it's like a number three ish for me. Okay, but you guys, you'll you'll see more about my list. Yeah, level. Dante's the only. Well, I
0: can't speak for myself, but I know Dante, Trevor, and I'm assuming Greg. You guys play a lot more current games than I do. Oh, oh no. no! Oh, well, uh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Is Street Fighter current? <laughs>
2: I, guess I mean, so you dabble though,
1: yeah. right?
0: Because you, you're all, you're the king of. I started it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Man, it's got the the older I've gotten, the less and less that's the case. Like I just don't even touch anything oh. now. Like I just. Wow. Oh.
0: well. Yeah, be on the lookout for Dante's list. Then I don't know if Trevor, do you have you played ten games of twenty eighteen, yeah.
1: Trevor? Oh yeah,
3: definitely. You, do oh, you I have a list? Not or... a list. He's, oh, a way gotcha, out number gotcha. one. Oh. Mm, mm. <laughs> Do you really think that Brothers is better than a way out? Yes.
1: And we are missed checkpoints, and we are <laughs> ghost. Uh, close.
0: Close. Uh, we're missed checkpoints, and we're out. Peace.